call God. <laughs> if you are excited about tonight, I want to see your hand. I want to see your hand. You are excited about tonight's service. I want to see your hand. Why God does not answer you? Why God? Why God does not answer you? Now I know that everybody here has received at least one answer to their prayers before. Is there anybody here who has never received an answer to their prayers? Is there anybody? So, the point of tonight's message is not about people who do not receive answers to their prayers. No. I want to deal with those circumstances, those instances, those times that even after you pray, God still doesn't hear you and God doesn't answer you those are the times I'm dealing with because everybody here receive answers to their prayers everybody but if you be honest with yourself you would realize that there are still times that you never receive answers to your prayers oh who has who has experienced what i'm talking about that there are times that regardless of how well you prayed how much you prayed god still didn't answer you yes So I want to deal with the times, the instances that you prayed a particular prayer and yet God still didn't answer your prayers. For our principal verse tonight, we will read from Isaiah chapter 58, the verse number 1, reading through to verse 14. Isaiah chapter 58 verse 1 through to verse 14 <laughs> Shout with the voice of a trumpet blast Shout aloud Don't be timid this instruction is for the person that is speaking is for the prophet that is speaking is for the messenger that is about to deliver the word and the bible is saying shout with the voice of a trumpet blast shout aloud and don't be timid 
which means that in order to deliver this message that I am about to share with you I need to come to a place where being timid is no longer an option which means that if by any way you have the spirit of cowardice you cannot share this word of God who am I to say or explain why God doesn't answer people when they pray who am I but because I have been called to deal with this matter God is saying I should not be afraid I should not be timid I should not be intimidated tell my people Israel of their sins It is not an easy thing to tell people of their sins. And there are particular sins that we are going to deal with tonight. Tell my people Israel of their sins and don't be a coward. Don't be timid. So you realize that throughout this service you are going to notice something that there is not an ounce or a bit of cowardice anywhere because in order to be able to deliver the word of God accurately I need to put away that spirit of intimidation, that spirit of fear, that spirit of cowardice. Verse 2 Yet they act so pious. Somebody say pious. Shout pious. Yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day. They join our services every day. They come to prayer life every day. They come to the presence of God every day. But the Bible is saying they act so pious. I will explain that. Rukasura masufa lakata. And seem delighted to learn all about me. They seem delighted, which means they are not delighted, but they seem delighted to learn all about me. The Bible said they act like a righteous nation. Nation, Anybody that acts like a righteous nation, in actual fact, is not righteous. If you are good, you cannot act as though you are good. Just the fact that you are acting means that you are not so the bible says they seem delighted to learn all about me and they act like a righteous nation yes i am speaking about the people of prayer life they act like a righteous nation they would never abandon the laws of its god they ask me to take action on their behalf pretending they want to be near me which means that whenever we pray seeking the presence of God seeking the, the spirit up that will draw us nearer to God the Bible is saying there are those among us who are only pretending up who only want to be near they only pretend up that they want to be near up which stands to reason up that the tasks up that are given to the people of prayer life up the workers of prayer life up 
the leaders of prayer life there are those among them that are so pious and they act as though they are with you they act as though they stand with you they act as though they are working with you but in actual fact they are sleeping and doing whatever they want to do and everything you are seeing on the outside is an act can I deliver the message of God everything you see on the outside is an act being pious is making a hypocritical display of virtue a hypocritical display of high moral standards the person appears as though they are consistent people appear as though they are loyal people appear as though they are hard working but in actual fact they are not with you in actual fact they are not standing with you in actual fact they did it to God so we must understand that they are going to do it to us leaders who do not care about the instructions of God workers that do not care about the instructions of the leader people that do not care about what God commands them to do they ask me to take on their behalf which means pray there they pray as for prayer they pray they pray every day they pray every hour they pray every night they pray every afternoon so the Bible says God said they asked me to take action on their behalf pretending they want to be near me but in actual fact they are not praying because they want to be near me they are praying because they are looking for a breakthrough they are praying because they are looking for a miracle they are praying because they are looking for a testimony they are praying because they are looking for their personal gain be careful if you only come before the presence of God to receive something of your personal gain am i speaking to somebody tonight i'm not preaching i'm just delivering the word of god i am only a messenger verse 3 we have fasted before you they say i don't know if you have ever asked yourself this question before that god after all this prayer after all this fasting how come have you asked this question before answer me have you asked this question before after all this prayer after all this fast see the message we received see see what happened to us see what we received out of that the bible said they say we have fasted before you oh god why aren't you impressed we have been very hard on ourselves and you don't even notice it i would tell you why i respond it's because you are fasting to please yourselves 
there are a group of people under the sound of my voice who only fast to impress themselves they fast to please themselves they fast so that they can say i have also been able to fast for 30 days for 40 days for 21 days for seven days for three days just to please themselves you only fast to please yourself so that to you it will become your record me too i have done some hmm. and even while you fast the bible says you keep on oppressing your workers in other words you keep on exploiting your workers to exploit means to make full use of a person and derive benefit from a resource even when you are fasting see the way you exploit the people under you the people you are working with you use people some of you your your, your own siblings you use them like they are tools which means that there is a way to act when you are fasting the bible said even whilst they are fasting they keep on exploiting the people under them the people with with them their friends their family their loved ones they keep on using them be careful making use of people you drive them to a point where you know they are weak they are tired they need rest and you still want to use them some of you have younger siblings you send them up and down like they they do not have life in them you send them like their lives do not matter nothing nothing bothers you some of you you have friends in your life you use them like something and you yourself you know that i am using this person you know you yourself you know I know ladies who become friends with guys just so that because those ladies are on the top floor they'll become friends with guys so that the guys can be carrying things up there for them some become friends with people so that they can enjoy their vehicles you exploit people you use people whenever you see a person you see an advantage be careful god will never answer you when you pray in this manner when you pray with this lifestyle when you pray with this character be careful verse 4 what good is fasting when you keep on fighting and quarreling what good is fasting when you keep on fighting every day you are in a different argument the bible speaks of quarreling you are a christian you believe in god you love god but you are always in a quarrel you are always in a fight you are always in an argument be careful the bible said this kind of fasting will never get you anywhere with me if you do not know which means that even whilst you are being spiritual even whilst you are praying even whilst you are fasted that your manner of living the way you respond to things the way you act 
towards things or acts towards people is equally important it is not just about the prayer it is also about how you behave it is not just about the prayer it is also about your attitude your character how you respond to things this kind of fasting and prayer will not get you anywhere with me verse 5 you humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance you humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance when we speak of penance we are talking about a voluntary self-punishment inflicted as an outward expression of repentance motions of penance these people do not regret their actions these people do not regret how they spoke to you these people do not regret their evil lifestyle everything they do is on the outside it is only a self-punishment that is inflicted on themselves as an outward expression of repentance they do not care about you Some will say, I will not even eat. I will not even eat. Because of what I did to my mom. Because of what I did to my dad. Because of what I did to my husband. Because of what I did to my wife. But in actual fact, they, 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 are, they, they are, oh God. They do not regret their actions they only do these things as an outward sign or expression of repentance people where do you think you are going with God with this lifestyle you only humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance which means that when they are not acting they are not humble they are only humble whilst they are they are acting whilst they are pretending whilst they are going through the self-inflicted punishment but in reality they are not they don't care about you they don't care about how you feel they don't care about anything about you and in the same way they do the same thing to god whenever they need something they come oh god oh god i will not eat i will not drink until i receive this thing until i receive this thing until i i am blessed until i am this until i am that but they are only starving themselves because of what they are looking to receive from god they are not starving because they want to build a solid relationship with god they are not starving or fasting because they are looking to draw closer to god they are only starving themselves because of they are looking forward to receive a material blessing from God a breakthrough from God a dimension from God that they are not seeing yet bowing your heads like reeds bending in the wind you dress in burlap <laughs> 
cover yourselves with ashes is this what you call fasting do you really think this will please the lord see it as the lord doesn't look on the outward appearance but the lord delves deeper into what is on the inside of you if you truly say you want to build a relationship with god how come you are asking for a traveling door to travel are we seeking god in uk now or is the united states the head office of heaven if truly you claim you want to build your spiritual life how come all you pray about is traveling how come all you pray about is marrying let me ask you has marriage become the head office of heaven if truly you claim you want to build your prayer life how come you are jumping from relationships to relationships who do you think you are kidding you claim you want to build a relationship with god and your only focus is on your job your only focus is on the money you are receiving at the end of the month who do you think you are kidding or do you think you draw closer to god by having enough money when did money become the glue that attaches people to god that these days when people do not have money they do not truly serve god they cannot oh come on for how long will our relationship with god be defined by the amount of money in our bank accounts the amount of money in our pockets the amount of money in our wallets for how long do you really think this will please the lord you say father i want to draw near to you but the only prayer point you pray is for god to give you a job who do you think you are kidding Yekadima superadagadabadaba. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 6. No, this kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Sometimes you see the way people treat other people around you. The, the Bible is saying, free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Free those who are wrongly insulted. Free those who are wrongly spoken of. You can even hear people insulting your pastors and you are there, you are quiet. You cannot defend your pastor and you know that truly this is not the kind of man that your pastor is. If the person they were insulted were your boyfriend or your husband or your wife, see the way you would have responded. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Some of us, our prison is the gossips around us. Some of us, our prisons, our, our, our so-called friends. 
Free those who are wrongly in prison. You see somebody in a relationship, you can foresee that this relationship will not lead you anywhere. Tell them, the Bible says, free those who are wrongly in prison. This kind of relationship will not help you. My sister, my brother, walk out of it. There are a lot of daughters up, that the Lord threw me up, has ended their relationships up. I have a lot of sons up, that the Lord threw me up, has also ended their relationships up. But I also have different kind of sons up, that the Lord through me up has helped mended their relationships up. At the end of the day, it is about what the will of God is up and not what we desire. There are daughters that I have warned them about relationships and yet they do not listen. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned some of you your prison is 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 that that place you are working there is a guy that i know he used to call me from one of these countries in africa but i will not mention the name those days when he used to call me sometimes you'll be crying on the phone and i asked him where do you sleep what do you do there he said papa I carry blocks and sand and mortar, concrete in this country. I said, ah. so why did you go there in the first place? He said, my uncle told me there is a good opportunity for me here. But unfortunately, he lied to me. He calls me, he is crying on the phone. I said, what do you want the Lord to do for you? And he says, Papa, I want the Lord to bring me back to Ghana one time he called me he was crying on the phone i said what is happening he said papa can you believe the police in this country just stopped me they slapped me on every side and they took me in the in the cop's car and they took me to the other side of the city in the opposite direction of where i was headed and they just left me there in the middle of nowhere they took all my phones up they took all, all the gadgets i had on me they took all my money they slapped me and left me there I said, listen, this traveling was not a blessing. This traveling is an imprisonment. But I declare upon your life that you shall be freed. Kept on praying with him. Praying for him. Praying with him. The Bible says, free those who are wrongly imprisoned. We kept on praying about a year later. He called me, he said, Papa, I am back in Ghana. The Lord has made a way and somebody has helped me and now I am back in Ghana. Just one year later, he found a new job. The last time he called me, he sent me a picture of a car that he just bought. B, you might know who I'm talking about. He sent me a picture of a new car that he just bought being in Ghana for just one year after he returned from that country free those who are wrongly imprisoned many of you are imprisoned as a result of lies as a result of deception as a result of your own desires but i declare upon your life that i make prayer for you that from tonight you shall be freed from any kind of imprisonment whether it is spiritual whether it is emotional whether it is psychological whether it is financial i declare be free now in jesus name He's back. 
Lighten the burden of those who work for you. You know, the people who work for you are not only the people, are not only the people that you are their boss. As many of you here are not even bosses. But the people who work for you are also people that you pay them to receive their service. Are you working with me? People who work for you. People who work for you. You see the way you treat the mate. Why? Because you have paid. Three cities, four cities, ten cities. See the way you treat the mate. See the way you can insult the driver. Why? Because he stopped without a reason. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. You have paid for them to do or perform a service, but it doesn't mean you have to make it a burden. The Lord says, Lighten the burden, make it light. It is a burden. The least you can do is to make it light, not to make it worse. Why? Why are we so wicked? Why are we so difficult? Why are we so selfish? You paid somebody an amount to do something for you. That is all. Now you own the person. Why? What kind of generation is this? That you cannot even lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free. remove the chains that bind people sometimes you can tell this is their problem this is their trouble the bible says remove the chains speak to them why do you think when i see a problem with you i call you with my own credit i spend my own time and i talk to you on the phone i give you free counsel i give you free advice without charging anything it is a command for us to remove the chains that bind people whether they are christians or not the bible says the chains that bind people many of you have you think you are only obligated to the people who are in the church and some of you you even think only to the people huh, who are part of your family. Huh? What kind of selfish thinking huh, is this? Huh? How, how did we get here? Huh? The Bible said huh, you must learn huh, to lose huh, or remove huh, the chains huh, that bind people, huh, whether they are of God or not. Huh? Do not say, huh, so I do not care huh, what happens to them. Huh? You are selfish huh, and you will never grow in God, huh, and God will never answer your prayers because you only think about the things that will benefit you I know yes you gave them an advice they didn't listen you gave them a counsel they didn't listen you prayed for them they didn't submit you advised them they didn't hear you but is that not the character of believers is that not the 
character of all Christians seeing us even after Adam was given strict instructions by God not to touch or even eat of the fruit the Bible said many years later it was the same thing they did and after God gave them a punishment the Bible said he also made clothes coverings outfits from the height of animals and he still covered them even though he knew they had sinned against him even though he knew they had gone against him even though he knew they had fought or resisted him he still covered and protected them I don't know if I'm delivering the word of God. Verse 7. Share your food with the hungry. Give shelter to the homeless. The Bible didn't say give your food to the hungry. If you give your food to the hungry, that will mean you will be the one that is hungry at the end of the day. We are not wiser than God. The Bible said, share your food with the hungry. So when I hear people, when they say, when I get rich, I will do this. It means that you are unwilling to submit to the word of God. The Bible didn't say, be rich and give up or give what you have. He said, share what you have. I know you are not blessed yet. I know you are not a billionaire yet. I know you are not a millionaire yet. But you still eat every day, don't you? But you still drink every day. Every day, don't you have? But you still have get satisfied every day, don't you have? That is what the Bible is saying. Have. Share that food have, with a friend. Have. Share that food have, with the hungry. Have. Share that money. Have, with a look at her. I know all you have have. is a 50 cities. You can give five out. Have. I know all you have have. is a hundred cities. You can give ten out. Have. Come on, somebody. Have. Do not tell me have. if I get money, I will do this. Have. God is not waiting. Have. And the time is not waiting on you have to become rich before you give up you can share the little you have that is why people who are waiting to become rich before they marry will never marry people who are waiting to become rich to give would never be rich share that food do you have food do you have five cities you can give 50 pesos out do you have a little amount you can share i am not a millionaire i am not even rich but i know i am blessed and I shared the little I have with the hungry. I shared the little I have. You see, you keep on finding excuses to keep yourself from doing the will of God. Who do you think you are kidding? Are you waiting to build five mansions to give the next person 15 cities? Do you need a mansion to, to dash out 15 cities? Christians, let us stop making excuses. If there is anybody here under the sound of my voice that only spends your salary alone you have a salary specifically those of you who receive salaries and you only spend your salary alone you are very wicked 
some of you if you consider the way we give you might think it is because we have a lot but we don't of course i do not come and wash my filthy rags in public no and the fact that i am sharing doesn't mean i have more than enough no it is that which i am supposed to feed on that which is supposed to sustain me is the same thing that i am sharing with the hungry be encouraged somebody many of you who are students are final years you'll be you'll be in in the corporate world very soon you will start receiving salary soon do not spend your salary alone share with god and share with the hungry this is why you are never free financially every day there is a burden on you you are too wicked you are too stingy share your food with the hungry give shelter to the homeless share it's all about sharing if you can support truly if you can support support it I am not the kind of preacher who would come and tell you that there is no blessing in giving to the poor. If you must give, give it to the church. That is not what the Bible commands. The Bible commands to give to the church. The Bible also commands to give to the poor. To the hungry. To the needy. Oh God. Give clothes to them who need them. There are people who need the clothes more than you. Some of you, even your clothes are too small to fit, but you are still saving them in your wardrobes. Oh. And the last and most important point here, according to Isaiah chapter 58, verse 7, the last line says, Do not hide from relatives who need your help. Do not hide from relatives. Oh, this is not friends. Oh, these are family members who need your help. The Bible didn't say, Do not hide from relatives who want your help. No, those who need it. Sometimes you know that this person needs this help. This is the little I can do. And when the Bible said help, the Bible didn't specify. So it is not just about money, it is about anything you have to offer. Sometimes it could be your time, sometimes it could be your attention, sometimes it could be your strength, your energy. Your relatives are marrying. You will never have the time to go and support them. But you know they need your help. That's what the Bible is saying. Those who need your help, make the time to support them back. Relatives, your family, support them. Abba. Some of you, when you help your relatives, everybody in the town will hear. Sir, sir, my nephew way, sir, my niece, my niece way. I, I am the one who did this for them. I am the one who paid this. I am the one who paid us. Now you're dying, people. Abba. Somebody say, change, 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 change. Say to your neighbor, change, 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 change. 
Maduga Let me share a story with you in Genesis chapter 29, verse 13. As soon as Laban heard that his nephew Jacob had arrived, the Bible said he ran out to meet him. Jacob is being pursued by his own brother Esau. His brother wants to kill him. His brother wants to murder him. And the, and, the, and the mother said, run to my brother. Run to your uncle Laban. The Bible said, as soon as he heard, he ran to meet him. What do you do when you hear they need you? What do you do when you hear they, they need your help? What do you do when you hear? What do you do? What do you do? As soon as he heard, he ran out. He ran out. Some of you do not even care. The Bible said he embraced and kissed him and brought him home when Jacob had told him his story. Verse 14, the Bible said, Laban exclaimed, you really are my own flesh and blood. That stands to reason that, that stands to reason that the reason I am doing this is because you are my flesh and blood. You are my relative. You are my family. Oh God. Pasura da Laban exclaimed, You really are my own flesh and blood. After Jacob had stayed with Laban for about a month. I will help you. I know you need my help because you are my I will help you because you are my relative. You are my family. You are my flesh. You are my blood. Christians. God will never answer you if you do not do these things. Isaiah chapter 58 verse 8. Then after you've done this, then your salvation will come like the dawn. After you have done this, the Bible is saying your salvation will come like the dawn. It will break forth. It will break forth. Your breakthrough will break forth. Your miracle will break forth. Your answers will break forth. Your next level will break forth. Your prayers will break forth. The Lord will hear your voice because you have done what the Lord wanted you to do. And the Bible said, and your wounds will quickly heal. It is after you do this that your salvation, your salvation stands for anything that will deliver you from your trouble. You see, salvation, being saved, it means anything that will deliver you from your trouble, anything that will deliver you from your confusion, anything you need that will draw you out of that trouble, out of that hot water. The Lord is saying, when you do this, then your salvation will come like the dawn. Guys, 
when men and women with revelation are doing some things it is not because they are privileged though no it is not because they have no it is not because they are rich no it is simply because they have revelation and they have decided to stick to the will of god the bible said your godliness will lead you forward when the bible says your godliness will lead you forward it means that every day is good every day is good news every day you are delivered every day you are never in in the midst of anything you didn't plan for anything you never saw coming anything you never expected your godliness leads you your godliness leads you your godliness leads you you keep on doing good to people but they repay you with bad but because you are faithful your godliness leads you up you keep on supporting people up but they, they never support back up but by the word of god your godliness leads you up you love people up out of a true heart but they do not seem to pay you back up but because of the abundance of revelation up the bible says your godliness will lead you up if you do the right thing your godliness will lead you forward not backward forward which means that when you do these things there is only one direction in which you move and that is the direction that points ahead the direction that lies ahead the position the path that leads forward you need to understand the reason you are moving in circles is because there is a problem with these things i am talking about you have faulted somewhere when people move in circles it is not not only as a result of a demonic manipulation but many a times it is also as a result of ignorance to the word of God disobedience to the word of God abuse to the word of God your godliness will lead you forward not backward your godliness will lead you forward and the glory of the lord will protect you from behind anybody that sees your back anybody that sees your absence anybody that sees your flaws and thinks wants to take advantage of it the bible is saying he will protect you from behind with his glory no man of god can fight you in your absence no spirit can fight you in your absence no enemy can fight you in your absence because your back is protected by the glory of god your godliness leads you forward and your back is protected with the glory of God they will plan against you behind you but the glory will protect you they will take your name to shrines but their glory will protect you they will do rituals against you but the glory will protect you they will curse you behind you but the glory will protect you that is what it means verse 9 then when you call the lord will answer yes i am here he will quickly reply verse 10 
feed the hungry and help those in trouble then your light will shine out of the darkness i need you to understand and pay attention to something very important here isaiah chapter 58 verse 10 the bible said then your light will shine out from the darkness which means that there is not a new light that is prepared that is going to enter your darkness to shine no there is already an existing light with you in that darkness but the lord has not caused that light to shine yet because he is waiting to see how you will follow his instructions how you abide with him how you take him seriously listen when your light shines out of the darkness that light already is with you but the reason the light is not shining is because you have not passed a certain text yet you have not passed a certain test yet a certain trial yet a certain exams yet do you understand that light is right there where you are how come you are not seeing it how come you are still crying every night how come you are still in pain how come you are still frustrated how come you are still depressed how come you are still lonely how come you are still confused that light is there but that light will never shine until you pass the test <laughs> then your light will shine out from the darkness the bible didn't say a light will shine upon your darkness no the light will shine from within within that darkness there is a light there within that that frustration there is a light there within that depression there is a light there within that confusion there is a light there within that trial there is a you need to hear the voice of god that god can answer you and cause your light to shine the bible said the darkness around you will be as bright as noon you need to understand there is a higher dimension with god where your darkness has the ability to become as bright as the noon that is the stage that people get to that when others curse them that curse becomes a blessing when others speak ill of them that thing becomes a testimony when people declare against them that the declaration is turned out for their good why because that same darkness has the ability to brighten or to brighten up as bright as day which means that that same situation that same situation that is making you cry will make you laugh <laughs> oh how i love the word of god that same situation that is taking you away from god will draw you closer than ever you just have to change your perspective 
what is happening to you that is keeping you from going to church could be the same reason you took God seriously. Are we together? Who told you God no day? Verse 11. The Lord will guide you continually. Giving you water when you are dry. The Bible didn't say gave you water when you are dry. The Bible said giving you. It is a continuous tense. Which means that at a point in your life. In everybody's life. In every man of God's life. In every believer's life. You will become dry. But the Bible says God will continually guide you. Giving you water. Oh God. Restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden. A well-watered garden. The beauty about gardens is that they are large. And the Bible is saying you will be like a well-watered garden. Which means that in every way you shall be large. Your territory shall be large. Your finances shall be large. Your prayer life shall be large. Your spiritual life shall be large. How come you are still struggling to pray? When you are like a watered, a well-watered garden. The beauty about gardens is that there are colors in there. You can see yellow in there. You can see brown in there. You can see green in there. You can see lime in there. You can see red in there. You can see all sorts of colors in gardens. That stands to reason that by the reason of the word of God, your life shall be full of many colors. Your life shall be full of variety. Your life shall before her of, of things that you didn't even expect your life shall be full of abundance in the mighty name of Jesus we are tired of that one style we are tired of that one news we are tired of that one story from tonight the Bible says because you listen to the word of God you shall be like a well watered garden The beauty about gardens is that it draws attention. It draws the attention of people. It draws the attention of visitors. It draws the attention of ambitious people. People who are willing to invest. People who are willing to support. People who are willing to uphold. I declare upon your life that as you hear the word of God, may you be like a well-watered garden where people shall be drawn to you. Where investors shall be drawn to you. Where good Sons and daughters shall be drawn to you. Where the good news of God shall be drawn to you. Why? Because you have become a sight. A 
sight of good news a sight of transformation people will say because i supported your vision because i supported your dream because i supported your mandate this is what the lord has done for me may you receive it in jesus name verse 12 some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities you see the bible said all of you will be like a well-watered garden but when the bible got to rebuilding deserted ruins of cities the bible said some of you which means that not everybody even under the sound of my voice still has the capacity to receive more than enough left to me alone i wish that you'll be able to rebuild up but it depends on your capacity up it, it depends on your willingness up it, it depends on your loyalty up it depends on your commitment up it depends on your ability to hear god but i pray that some of you shall rebuild up you shall rebuild homes up you shall rebuild families up you shall rebuild ministries up you shall rebuild destinies up you shall rebuild lives up you shall rebuild churches and the bible said then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes they will always sing your praises they will always testify about what you have done in their lives they will say had it not been for you 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 the bible said they will call you a rebuilder of wars and a restorer of homes may your your pastor say had it not been for your support and your service in the ministry we couldn't have done it may prayer life say had it not been for your commitment and contribution we couldn't have done it a rebuilder of walls a restorer of homes verse 13 in the next one minute speaking to speak in the language of the spirit because of time let us jump to isaiah chapter 48 isaiah chapter 48 verse 6 isaiah chapter 48 verse 6 you've you have heard my predictions and seen them fulfilled but you refuse to admit it now i will tell you new things secrets you have not yet heard they are brand new not things from the past so you cannot say we knew that all the time 
Madagora Baradosh Likora Madagata Badagata Badaba. I pray that the Lord will tell you brand new things from tonight. Not things from your past. Not things from your history. But things that lie ahead of you that nobody has ever told you before. Things you have never heard before. Verse 9, the Bible says, Yet for my own sake, for the honor of my name, I will hold back my anger and not wipe you out. I declare any consequences you are supposed to suffer for your disobedience, any consequences you are supposed to suffer for your ignorance, any consequences you are supposed to suffer for your abuse, I pray that the Lord by the honor of his name will hold back his anger and not wipe you out and not wipe out your business and not wipe out your intelligence and not wipe out your commitment and not wipe out your prayer in the mighty name of Jesus now I declare verse 10 the Bible said I have refined you but not as silver is refined rather I have refined you in the fence of suffering I declare upon your life that there shall be a refining there shall be a procedure that anybody under the sound of my voice shall go through and come out better and come out stronger and come out successful and come out greater in the mighty name of Jesus the Bible said I have refined you in the fairness of suffering a fairness is an enclosed structure in which uh, materials uh, can be heated up uh, to a very high temperature uh, that stands to reason up uh, the circumstances you are in up uh, that keep on boiling you up uh, it is uh, your fairness of suffering up uh, the condition up uh, you just went through up uh, that you were going crazy up uh, it is uh, your 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 fairness up uh, of suffering up uh, that pain up uh, the loss of your mom up uh, the loss of your dad up uh, the situation you were in up uh, that 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 kept on pushing you over her over the edge the Bible said this is the fairness of your suffering in which I will refine you in which I will make you better in which I will make you stronger in which I will make you better stronger greater in the name of Jesus no matter what your circumstances have no matter what your trouble is no matter what your cases have no matter what your lie is no matter what your Saying up, I declare up that you come out up a better man up, you come out up a better woman up, you come out up a stronger woman up, you come out up with your brains intact up in the mighty name of Jesus. This is your fairness of suffering up. It is the Lord up who is taking you through up the process up a liquor up. It is the Lord up who is molding you up. It is the Lord up who is changing you up. It is the Lord up who is transforming you up. It is the Lord up who is answering you up it is the lord who is shaping you up yes i know you are being cut up i know there are cuttings up i know you are bleeding up i know you are sweating up i know you are in heat up i know you are crying up i know you are boiling up but i know one thing for sure you shall be refined 
up on the other side you shall be refined on the other side you shall the Lord is shaping up your spiritual life the Lord is shaping up your patience up your endurance up your love up your confidence up I adore your trust in him do not be dismayed do not be afraid for I will uphold you up I will strengthen you up I will uphold you up with my right hand of righteousness up hear me somebody up this fairness up or suffering you are going through up will not last forever it is only for a period of time it is only for a period of time I know you are even struggling to bundle up you are struggling to pay your rent up you are struggling to feed yourself up you are struggling to grow up but I know for sure after the Lord is done with you Sound Jesus three times. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, I will not, sorry, you will not drown. You see, I want you to pay close attention to what the Lord is saying. He said, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. He didn't say, I will take you out of it. (laughs) I will be there with you. I will not take you out, but I'll be there with you. The temptations you are facing, I will not take you out, but I'll be there with you. Because this is your fairness of suffering. When you go through rivers of difficulties, sometimes we treat you cry only sick out the baby. And now you tell saying 10 cities, 15 cities. And no cry only. But the Lord said even whilst you are going through the rivers of difficulty you will not drown he didn't say i'll rescue you he said you will not drown if you are not drowning it is either you are swimming or you are walking on top of the water that is entirely up to you the lord didn't say you will swim the lord didn't say you walk on the water he only said you will not drown which means the means by weight you will travel over the waters it's entirely up to you i speak upon your life let those who can swim swim up let those who can walk walk upon the water walk up in the mighty name of Jesus Christ we are not all the same somebody might be walking on the water like Jesus Christ another will be swimming like Peter what matters is at the end of the day you do not drown the Lord has promised you you will not drown now onto the colorful word for tonight Isaiah chapter 43 verse 16 Isaiah chapter 43 verse 16 16 16 Madagada I am the Lord 
who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. Verse 17. I called forth, I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. I want you to read in between the lines. All this while you thought that the Egyptians were only pursuing the Israelites. But here you see the Lord is testifying that he was the one who called them to follow. thought he only decided let me chase after them no the lord said i call them forth i called forth the mighty army of egypt with all its chariots and horses now what kind of god is this that you send your own people on a journey and then you call forth their enemies to pursue them why and the lord said i drew them beneath the waves and they drowned their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candlestick candle wick you see you need to understand this many of you are being pursued by things by lust by passions by dogs by imageries by demonic attacks but what you do not know is it is the Lord who is calling forth that thing so that you bring it to a place where he will destroy it completely sometimes eh, do not be shy of what is following you do not be shy of what is pursuing you many of you what is pursuing you is you are struggling to get employed yes but what you do not know is it is the lord who has called forth the spirit of unemployment to pursue you so that he can destroy it forever when the lord finally destroyed them egypt never became an issue sometimes in order to utterly destroy you the lord must first command them to pursue what i mean to say is what is pursuing you is gradually coming to a place where it shall be destroyed is gradually coming to a place where it shall be utterly destroyed in the mighty name of jesus i do not care what is pursuing you i do not care what is following you whether they are shadows from your past whether they are demonic attacks whether they are evil dogs whether they are monetary spirits whether they are issues of rape no matter what it is I stand in the grace of God and I declare that as these things are pursuing you they are coming to die they are coming to be destroyed they are coming to drown they are coming to suffer in the name of Jesus Christ people what kind of God is this? 
take solace in the word of God take pride in the word of God and know and understand that your pursuers are about to die your pursuers are about to be destroyed your pursuers are headed to the edge they are coming to be pushed over